So this literally just happened as I was about to upload the episode. So I had to tack it on here. Atlanta. I am coming to do a show April 8th at the Tabernacle. The pre-sale starts this Thursday, March 8th at 10 a.m. Local time. The password is Encore, E-N-C-O-R-E. I had no say in that. They just assigned it to me. The password is Encore, E-N-C-O-R-E. And then the general on sale happens Friday, March 9th at 10 a.m. local time. Again, I am coming to the Tabernacle in the great city of Atlanta, Georgia on April the 8th. this one it's another old school one yeah yeah right I yeah feel like are... this is back in the day oh this is uh it's a silver lake jam maybe even i mean here's how old this is it's on my it's on the same page that i have uh that guy <laughs> yeah okay that was yeah. that was redondo yeah. i think no that might be yeah. a silver lake jam might be yeah, <laughs> yeah silver lake I'm on the same page. <laughs> All that's on that page. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. there he is. Classics. There he is. Um, Gene, where are you going to be? Oh man, March 30th and 31st, Herium Comedy Club in Portland, Oregon. Tickets are moving super, super quick, so get them now. And then April 29th, one show only, one night in San Francisco, Manfred Disco, California. Uh, so snatch those tickets up. And then May 4th, the Rec Room at Glow Zone, Huntington Beach, California. I can't say that club with a straight name, but for straight face. What is it? The Rec Room at Glow Zone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Huntington Beach, but I hear it's a maze. May 4th. And then uh, May 9th, Oxnard, California, Levity Live at Oxtard, I think is how you uh, pronounce that. Yeah. So check it out. Try it out. Christina P. Online. Get your tickets. Thank you. How about you, Jean Jacket? Holla at me, man. Man. I am. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> man. I am going to be. Let's see. Well, Columbus, I believe, is all sold out. Jesus. Um, I've added uh, 12 shows in Columbus. I tell, I'm telling you in, the, in this episode all the details of this movie, Jeez. why I had to move my um, my show from uh, April to September. Yeah, you're a movie star now. Yeah. I mean, what, what's uh, going on? Okay. That's for, what's it called? Uh, Start Like Teddies. Um, that's why Australia has been canceled, but I'm looking for a new date. Uh, but there's shows on sale in Spokane. That's so rude. Sperm Can. Sperm Can, Washington. Charlotte, uh, North Kakalaka. Mamaha, Nebraska. No, it's... What? Omaha. Oh, ho- Homoha. Homoha, Nebraska. What's Brea? I got Brea oh, coming up. Brea. It sounds like Brea. vomit. Brea. Yeah, it does. Take a Brea. And, uh, Brea. Looks like there's some tickets for sale still. Uh, the third show 
in New Orleans in uh, September. Nailed it. Nailed it. So that's that, Gene. Gene, I yes. know there was a time in our lives, I'd say in our 20s, when we had an epiphany that buying good bedding and sleeping on good quality sheets is everything. It's a game changer, man. It is, because you spend a third of your life sleeping. So why not make that part of your life comfortable? And I'm so excited because I've discovered brooklinen.com. They're the highest quality sheets without the big markup. Did you know that most bedding is marked up as much as 300%? And I'm telling you, I think I've been bamboozled in the past because I've done my research. I've I've bought the expensive stuff from the malls, from the stores, thinking that this is it. And I'm telling you, it's not as good as Brooklinen because we sleep on these sheets and they are fantastic. They will change uh, how you sleep. And why not Why not treat yourself? Why not, uh, why not make that part of your life enjoyable? I, I don't understand. We used to torture ourselves with, with crummy sheets and there's no reason. Now, what I like about this company too, founded in April 2014 by a husband and wife, Gene Team, Vicky and Rich Fullop. And their philosophy was simple, beautiful home sheets without the crazy prices. You got great colors, great patterns, mix and match to complement any decor. This is seriously, seriously, luxury bedding, underpriced. You have to try these sheets today. I love these sheets. You got to try it out. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for our listeners. You get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code MOM at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. And the only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code MOM at Brooklinen. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code MOM. Brooklinen. These are the best sheets of ours. Try it out. This episode of your... Mom's house is brought to you by Zip Recruiter. Oh. Hiring? Every business needs great people and a better way to find them. Something better than posting your job online, just praying for the right people to see it. Good luck, bro. (laughs) Zip Recruiter knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. Zip Recruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply for your job. It's basically like Zip Recruiter sends a magical um, Wi-Fi robot into the universe and tracks down people that would align with what you're looking for. Hmm. This whole business model, this system that they hmm. developed has revolutionized hiring people. I mean, it really does cut out, oh my God, all the time and the headache and just the aggravation you would have trying to do this the old school way. You got to get on that mm. new new, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. ZipRecruiter is all about that new new. Mm. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. Mm. Say, what? And... ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs 
Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash house. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash H-O-U-S-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash house. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Gene, most recently, um, I bought myself a new MyPhone. Yeah. And I... My sister, who was out here over the holidays, had actually yeah. asked me. She goes, you're going to get a new phone soon. And I was like, no, I'm not. And she was right. <laughs> and she told me, she goes, if you get a new phone, can I get your old phone? Like, <laughs> can I have it? And I was like, I mean, I guess. No. Geez. So I, uh, I asked when I was at the store, I go, how do I wipe this thing clean? And then I had to think about like, well, I was sitting at the house. I don't know if you know I did this uh, I was, like a week ago, but I was sitting at the house and I was like, now I got to go and ship this to her. Oh, geez. And then I realized I don't have to do that. I can just turn on the computer <gasps> and print the postage hey. with stamps.com and actually notify the mail carrier there you go. to pick it up. There you go. And that's what I did. There you go. Easy peasy. And I sent her a phone. Hey. Um, that she, you know, just got for free because her brother got a new phone. Well, because her brother's smart and uses stamps.com. That's right. Pretty easy. Um, you know, saying a thing that would not have existed many years ago. It mm-hmm. just would have been unfathomable to do what I did. But I did it right here in our home because of the ease and convenience of using stamps.com. I just pressed print. Mm. I put that on a package, mm. told the mail carrier, and now my sister has a phone. That is what it's like to have stamps.com in your home. It brings you all the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your fingertips. You buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer and printer. They make it easy. They'll send you a digital scale that automatically calculates exact postage. Stamps.com will even help you decide the best class of mail based on your needs. No need to lease an expensive postage meter. There are no long-term commitments. We use Stamps.com for the very reason I just explained to you. Super mm. easy, mm. super convenient, saves you tons of time and lots of money. Right now, you can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in... Mom! That's right. Stamps.com. Enter... Mom! There you go. <laughs> so silly. Enter the code word mom, in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> yeah. I am Peyton Lafferty, and I'm a ball hog. Ball hog. I'm gonna suck your balls through your ass. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna suck your balls. I'm gonna suck your balls through your ass. Sniff my balls. Get your nose in there. Oh fuck! Get your nose up in those balls. Where's the cum? Oh fuck. Where's the cum? Oh fuck. Hi, I'm Peyton Lafferty. Hi, I'm Peyton Lafferty. And I'm a ball hog. They just go crazy on the balls. Where's the cum? Oh fuck. I'm Peyton Lafferty. And I'm a ball hog. I'm Peyton Lafferty. I'm a ball hog. Sniff my balls. Get your nose in it. I do a ball scene for like $1,500. 
and I'd do the eyelash on the balls, and I'd put my feet on the balls. Like, I'd be the ball queen. Which one of you dumb yeah. hookers out there would suck on my balls? Sniff my balls. Sniff my balls. DJ Boy Butter, um, who always does a good job, sent that one in. As always, we're open to getting your emails, your questions, your comments, your music, your instrumentals, your songs, your mashups, whatever it may be, your mom's podcast at gmail.com. There's no house in the email address. It's your mom's podcast. They're all taken. Your mom's at gmail. All taken. Yeah. The- your mom's podcast at gmail. <laughs> Dot com. Thank you very much, DJ Boy Butter. Uh, Gene, there's a lot of exciting things to talk about today. So many things. Um, how are you feeling? I'm good, man. Yeah? You know, just making a person. Same shit, different toilet. What about you? You're kind of a big deal now. I mean, am I even allowed to share the same air as you? What are you talking about? Well, I mean, do you want to make the big announcement? Well, I think we... I kind of did it on the... See, I know people. some people skip... The beginning when what? we do, yeah, I know. We That's do our dates terrible. and we do our shingma shit or shawls. What? Huh? The dates and the ads. and Those are very important messages. You guys should not be skipping. Jeez. So we do that pre-roll and I mentioned it in the pre-roll last week, but this week I can get into it more. Why don't I do it after the break here? Okay, okay after sure. We, after we officially open. So um, that's it. Let's just get the show opened, and I'll tell you all about it. All right, Gene? Are you a ball hog? I'm 100% a ball hog. Let's party. Are Let's have some Peyton fun. Peyton Lafferty? I'm not that good, but I'm, I'm all right. Let's do it. Okay, my first gangbang, I didn't know, like, you're supposed to empty the saline out of the enema things, so it, like, really did the laxative effect, and I just, like, volcanoed shit, like, all over everybody, and it was, like, the worst, and, like, I was crying in the bathroom. Hmm. This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Hmm. Your mom in the fucking stand! Well, welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. You know what I'm saying? So she's saying the first anal scene, the that first... That she ever did was a gangbang, sounds that's, like. Oh, it's her first anal sounds ever. Like she's really cute. I think she's a really cute young. lady. Yeah. She's very young to, to do her first anal gangbang. I, I mean, she may not be 20 years old. So I guess this is a video. Blue Band sent this of... Uh, Supposed to be embarrassing moments for people. Wait, but hold on. Can we discuss Charlotte what she said? Sartre. Sartre, like Sartre, Jean-Paul. Like she Jean-Paul must be related Sartre. to the famous French philosopher. It's very. Maybe they have similar philosophies. Similar, I think, is how you pronounce similar, that. We learned that. Similar, we learned from uh, <laughs> lo- Love After Lockup. <laughs> At least said similar. Um, uh, and Charlotte, what was, what was Jean-Paul Sartre? What yeah. was he most known for? Okay, he's only my favorite French existentialist philosopher. Uh-huh. Uh, he 
believed that existence is before it precedes essence versus essence precedes existence, which is what the common thought forms was before, before that your uh, your nature was determined for you. And he said, no, that's not true. You can be whoever, whatever. You want to be. Not essentially, more or less. That's a very reductive. But that reductive. But choice is very important to him and God doesn't exist and all that good stuff. So then this is totally in line with her granddad's philosophy. Yeah. No, no. This is exactly a mirror of that philosophy. Yeah. yeah. She made a choice. She made a choice to do gangbang gang anal. And she didn't know how to use the enema. Right. So she's saying that she, there's, I don't, I've never enemaed myself before. God, what are you fucking new? Have you? Of course. <laughs> really? I shoot scenes all the time. <laughs> See? Yeah. Well, we'll get into that, but but there's, I'm assuming there is saline, and then she's saying she didn't. Let's hear it again. I'm not sure I understand what yeah. the problem was. Let's hear it happen. Okay, my first gangbang, I didn't too. know. I had a lot of upspeak. Like, you're right. supposed to empty the saline out of the enema things. Okay. So it, like, really did the laxative effect, and I just, like, volcanoed shit, like, all over everybody. And it was, like, the worst, and, like, I was crying in the bathroom. Uh, they cry in the bathroom. Bathroom. I am more affected by her upspeak and her vocal fry than the actual shitting the on content, people. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care. But uh, I'm assuming there's like saline. You're you're not supposed to put all of it up your ass, and she she did more than she should have. Well, the, what I understood from what she just the way that she explains that is that that saline's not supposed to go up there at all. That's what it sounds like. Oh, so then why do they well, put it in the animals? Well, let's, okay, my sense. first gangbang, I didn't know. Huh. Like you're supposed to empty the saline. Out of the enema things. See? Out of the enema things. So you're not supposed to put it in yourself. Maybe the saline keeps the enema, you know. Fresh? Yeah, or clean. Smelling like roses? I don't know. In other words, that's how you know it's fresh. Yeah. It has saline in it. You empty it and then you use it. So she she put the saline <laughs> in herself. That's how I. That's what I'm. Yeah, I'm assuming she. I'm assuming you're not supposed to put the saline in your butt, and yeah. she did. And she did, and, and it then, made you shit a lot. Now here's the thing, though. From what I understand of the enemas, is that it's pretty instantaneous. Like you, Oof. we've seen people give themselves enemas. The coffee lady, remember? Yeah. You put it up their ass. She was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing the light. Yeah. And you kind of wait like five minutes and then you just shit everything out. So why the time delay? That's interesting. I don't know. I want to understand enemas more. I need to know more about this enema. Uh, We could ask Charlotte and maybe she would explain to us. That's a... I don't know. She seems like a nice lady, though. I like her. I, I feel bad for her, that, you know, that that happened. Well, she seems also like she's over it. She's like, that was the first time. Yeah. But now she's done lots of anal gangbangs and lots of enemas, and she's she probably knows. pro. It's sort of like when you're an open micer, is what I assume yeah. the story is like, you know? <laughs> you're like, uh, I didn't know when I was supposed to go on stage. and I blew the light. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know that meant that... I'm ruining the show for everybody. I love those knuckle tats. I really do. And I'm yeah. not saying that facetiously. No, I, I know. Really, you've, you've talked about it for I, a long time. Yeah, I really like them. I don't like see them. you with them. I don't, I don't see them on me either. But, but you I have been talking them. about a tattoo. You've been <laughs> wanting to do the forearm thing. No, I know. But then it's not me. It's like what we were talking about. Like I, The person you think you are. It's a person I'd like to be. Versus who you are. Yeah. I'm, I'm a nerd. I I'm like not that cool. Thing. I feel I'm like that cool. too with clothes. I'll be, I, I, I'll be like, that looks cool. On somebody else. On somebody else, yeah. No, it's not me. It's not my style. I can't. Look how cool she is. Like, she's got she's the cool, cool hair and the cool glasses. And I, I'm just not. Choker? Is that what it's called? Yeah, dude. Like, she's she's cool. I'm not fucking cool. I don't know. I can't do gangbang anal. Would you do gangbang anal on your first anal? I thought that's very, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ambitious, no? 
It's very ambitious, and we don't recommend it when we shoot scenes. <laughs> we, we recommend a we. one-on-one <laughs> for, I mean, for my production house. Big, big, BGG, GGBB, BBBBG anal. That's a lot. So every guy goes in her butthole. That's what that I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Gangbang anal. Yeah, I think that's what that means. All you guys are going to get in that butt. How much money do you think she got for that? A couple grand. That's it? I think so. I'm guessing, though. I wonder how they rate that. Like, is there, there's a flat rate just for the anal. It's and probably then... like, hey, do you want to shoot this scene? <laughs> uh, it normally plays 1000 but if you do anal, That's it's like uh, 1500 And then 50. she was like, whoa. And then they're like, hey, if you let like eight guys get in there... You do it like two grand, but that's what I'm. Yeah. But, but that's what I'm saying. So let's say the baseline's fifteen hundred. You're doing anal, yeah. right? And then so the anal is like a flat rate of a thousand. And I then think anal's more than that. Fifteen hundred. Okay. And then the agent goes, but for every additional guy, yeah, that's like a hundred dollars more. So in her head, she's and doing that hooker math of like. Ding, well, ding, the hooker ding, math ding. is this: It's probably like, hey, that's not that much. And then he's like. You're already letting a guy fuck you in the butt. Yeah. Why not let seven so, more? So, like, there's a few more there. It's the same, like, it just extends the scene by, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, all right. I might as well get, you you know, I mean? know that agent said it's that. It's like, do you want to add yeah. a Sunday show? Yeah, I ready. know. They're they're like, such... You're already there. I know. That's what our agent does. Like, yeah. well, what's the big deal? You're already there. You may as well let seven more guys come in your butt. What's yeah. the big deal? It's surely true. Yeah, and there's she's, not a lot of differences between porn and comedy. Of course not. No. Of course not. I totally, I totally get it. Well, it's like when they tell me they go, <laughs> "Do you want to add a Thursday show?" I'm like, "I'm already there on Thursday." You're already there. You're so already making like, your money, and you get greedy. You see the dollar signs. You know it's one more dick in your ass. I know it's another dick. It's another dick, but it's so worth it. They're like you're already lubed up. Just fucking do the scene, man. <laughs> do the do scene. It. it still makes me laugh that we call porno movies scene like their scenes. I know. What, I have to work tomorrow. Right. Like, it's yeah. not... Because then, okay, then we should call them different things. Because people that make legit movies, they shoot scenes. Yeah. These are scenes, too. But they're different. I know. I know. They are very different. <laughs> not that I'm judging. I'm very... I like pornography. I'm very pro... Yeah, I'm pro-porn, too. Pro-pornography and people making a living however they have to, but... It's I funny that it should call it, Yeah, it's not a scene. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're acting. They kind of are... Perf- it's performative, definitely. Yeah, that's true. It's not like regular amateurs laying around having sex. No, it's it's hard. She just took yeah. How many dicks in her butt? We don't know that. We just know it was an anal gangbang. Here's I another. Mean, um, that's got to be so painful. Want to hear another war story? Love to. I love the no, shit. I can't think of like an embarrassing. I don't get embarrassed. Like I'm not afraid to like act like an idiot. The time, you know, like if you're doing anal, maybe some poop might come out. Um, yeah, that's a good. You know, if you're, you know, sucking some dick and you're doing it a little bit too too um, too much, you know, you may throw up over the cock. It's a number of things, but you're just kind of like, hey, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Wipe and go. Now that would really that would not be fun for you. That's definitely not for me. No, yeah. I'm 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 a That would not. But I kind of get it. Like you know, especially after having given birth once yeah. already, I don't give it. Like today, we went for an ultrasound, and the nurse was like, "I'll leave the room so you can take your pants off." And You're I, like, no need. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I don't fucking care. You're gonna look at my vag in two seconds. Anyways. I think the more kids people have to, the less they care about modesty. Though. Dude, what? are you kidding me? I my body's a fucking. I feel like it applies to shit. me too. I'm always like, I don't, I'm old now. You can look. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I don't care it, who sees it. Right. Nothing good here. It's your problem. Like yeah. you have to look at this pile of shit. Go for it. <laughs> it's really bad. On yeah. Me. 
Oh. I look like I've had multiple kids. <laughs> Your body looks better now than it ever has. What are you talking about? I feel like it looks like I've had triplets. <laughs> you look better now than you did when we first started dating. You look fantastic. No, not when we first started dating. When we first got yeah. married. Not when we first started dating. Yes, you look you look just like you did when we first started dating. No. You're skinny. You're fit. Skinny, you look great. Please. What are you talking about, Peyton? Peyton knows the truth. Give yourself some. Uh, my body's all stretched out. I'm trying to think what, up. I think I would be bothered more by the shit if I was the guy doing the scene. By brown? By brown than puke. I, I mean, Oof. personally. I mean, I'm not an emetophobe. I mean, I know because vomit smells horrible. I hate vomit. But shit would be like a real, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think what could I recover from more quickly as far shit, as. Shit. Any day. I don't know. When I. I could stranger see, I could shit see is tough. Some version of being excited by the vomit occurring because of my pee pee down her oh, right. mouth. Sure. So I'd be like, "That's pretty cool." I did that. I did that. But the poop, I'd be like, <laughs> "And it's a stranger shit. It's not like your beloved's." No, I know. Because if I pooped some on meth you, addicts shit right. that uh, <laughs> <laughs> that put too much saline in that butt before the scene <laughs> shot. Because if I shit on you. Would you even be phased? No, really? nothing. Nothing about you would phase me. Yeah. Nothing. Same. I mean, Definitely. I don't know. It would feel weird to be all warm. Like, I always picture the temperature of something like that. It's warm. Yeah, like a hot turd. They're, bar- they're both warm. The puke and the shit. Yeah, I don't like that. But the shit would be a little extra hot, I think. There's more weight to it. Yeah. Oof. But right. puke's harder to clean up. I'm almost but- tapping out of our own show. <laughs> A turd you could just kind of pick up, unless it's diarrhea. You got to wash. You got to shower. You gotta of course shower. you have to shower in both cases. Yeah. This guy's is pretty funny. This guy's okay. right here. You know what is sometimes is embarrassing? Is this my when, dad? When, yeah. you come, when you come to a porn set, you know, like you, you come in like... and you think you don't know the girl. You know, the it's girl? like, hey, uh, very nice to meet you. My name is German, Mick. German, Austrian. And then the girl says, you don't remember? <gasps> you did my first boy girl scene. Boy, Most of the time after when the girl says like you remember then you know like everything starts working in the brain and then you kind of like look back 500 600 25 and a half scenes and then <laughs> somehow it comes slowly blurry back yeah. and and then there is a moment and you're like all right I remember it could totally be your dad's story about yeah. any number of people he met Well of course I'm thinking more of his accent but yeah, yeah of course yeah no, his accent, but he could have the same story. He could be like, nice to meet you. Yeah, I've never... And then she'd be like, excuse me? You don't yeah. remember me? No, easily. I, I once All asked him... Right. yes, Miami Beach. Yeah, I, I once asked my dad, how many women do you think you've slept with? And he said, not enough. It's a great answer. It's a, it is a funny, funny answer, but yeah. oh, no, he, clearly, easily. I mean... Yeah. No, I don't think my dad ever did it for a living, but... This guy legit has this happen all the time. Yeah. You realize that? He's, oh, yeah, he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's weird, right? I mean, <laughs> you're like I have I had sex with you. I ejaculated inside of you. I, th- we had I anal think sex? I did. Yeah. I think I remember you. <laughs> you know what's interesting too is that they call it boy, girl, girl, boy, instead of male, female, or woman yeah. or man. It's it's also very infantilized in a I weird way. Never thought way. of that. That's true. Right? Like it's a it's boy, girl. But it's like a it, you can hear the. It's a pretty good porno voice. The dumb slut. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, it's like, boy girl, boy girl. Uh, you can hear her damage talking. Uh, it's like, boy girl, boy girl. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there she is. Give me my reward. Yeah. <laughs> I want all the 
Yeah. Uh, I had to do a cream pie scene. It was Oof. like one of my first scenes Damn. in the industry. And I was totally first. fine the whole scene. Jesus. And we go to do the final shot. And um, it's a cream pie. So he's pulling out of me. And instead of a cream pie, it was a period pie. <gasps> oh, no. Damn. It was a strawberry shortcake. Yeah. Damn, these girls go varsity on their first scene. That's scenes. what I'm saying. She's like, it's one of my first scenes. You think they like... But she might have made that extra 40 bucks because you get the extra 100. <laughs> right, the agent. It's the agent Yeah, again. the agent's like, you just go buy the morning after pill. You got 40 bucks in your pocket now. It's $40 in my pocket. Yep. <laughs> that sucks, dude. Buy uh, two tickets to the movies and get Coke and uh, fucking popcorn. And you, and you know they weren't thrilled. You know that the set, the director was not sympathetic and like, you just That's, fucking ruined the scene. That's the part that actually makes me sad. Yeah. Because the story is kind of like, oh, I, I, I empathize with how embarrassing that would be for her. Yeah. But you're right. They'd be like, great. Now yeah. we don't even fucking have a cream pie. <laughs> Isn't that the whole point? Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> not even how long does this period shit last with you? <laughs> God. <sighs> All right. Well, I remember Jules Ventura when she was in here. We asked her how she deals with the period stuff, and she said they put a sponge up there. Oof. Just for people who are curious. that Yeah, they just put a sponge, and then you can work when you're still having your period. I didn't realize that you actually did some porn because it looks like you're here talking about this one. <laughs> Probably trying to like be sexy for some social media thing and passing gas on the camera, trying to be like funnily sexy, like, oh, twerk for me real quick. And I like let one. <laughs> and then the thing is, it was almost like live stream. So it couldn't even be like taken down. It was just <gasps> on there. Like, oh, shit. That's so hilarious. Farting, farting Gene. Oh, geez. You, that would she? definitely be your story. You'd be like, oh, I farted oh. a bunch. Yeah, but here's the thing. That would be my whole genre. Yeah, they'd be like, you're the, but you're the fart person. I'm the fart mistress. Yeah. That's I true. wouldn't even fuck. I wouldn't do any of the anal or any cream pie. I would just all farts. All just farts? Fart in. Fart in. Just a fart in video. You can never find that drop when but I That's the it. easiest one to do is the fart stuff. Are you kidding me? Fart in. It's already my lane. Yeah, I know. Why? Where is that? Far in. There it is. God damn it! I can never find it. Far in. F A R T. Um. Uh, all right. So we should we should probably tell them, right? We can. Are you I, talking about your boy girl? My boy girl. So this is what happened. I, I mentioned it in the last pre roll, and I said I would get it. I didn't want to do it in that pre roll because that was after we had shot the video and recorded the episode, and then you would have only some audio of it, and not on the video. It didn't make sense. I had to move my Salt Lake City shows. Um, my Charlie Titty. Charlie Titty shows. And I had to cancel Australia, even though oh. I'm looking for uh, dates to come back. It's a little more complicated when you go abroad. That's so far away, Mom Australia. Um, yeah. But the reason why is because I booked uh, a role in a major motion picture whoop, movie. Whoop. Where's the chips and, in a bowl? Where's oh, the fucking cat-eating kibble? You I didn't know. even prepare. This is a big announcement. I know. Well, you know, sometimes you don't get things Your first right. scenes. You're doing your scenes. Chips in a bowl. Where's the cat-eating kibble? I don't have that one on But... It was. I'm really excited about it. Actually, of course you are. It's um, your first boy girl scene that you've ever done. Here's what I was thinking for for people that don't know. If you had asked me <laughs> uh, just over 16 years ago when I got here, if you'd asked me, what do you think you'll probably end up doing? Do you think you'll be working, making a living as a stand-up comedian, 
or as an actor in sh- like shows and, and movies, I would be like, hundred percent as an actor. <laughs> There's no way I'm doing stand up. Like that's what I would have thought if you'd asked me. I well, can take my your... mind back to to that time. You know, because well, that's what you really wanted. I remember. That's what I. Came I, out I here met to do. you when you shortly after you landed here yeah. in L.A. And that was like your your thing. You were an actor. You were in a play. Yeah, you, that's right. You were doing classes. You were really. Isn't that interesting, though, how life kind of gives you, you a detour? Get, I know. And I remember, you know, for a lot of people do this when they come out here. They sign up for one of the, you know, it's I.O., it's uh, UCB. Improv Olympics. Yeah, Improv Olympics, uh, the Groundlings, and then what's the, the Chicago-based one? Uh, Second City. Second City. So when I moved out here, I, I looked up, I saw that, like, Will Ferrell and some other couple other people uh, we're from the Groundlings. And I was like, that's where I'm going to go. Yeah, I did that one too. So I went to the Groundlings. I I test, I test, tested and I got to skip a level. And then I, I did a series with them. And then I did level two with them. And then you go to this thing called Writing Lab. But you have to wait for it. They call you when, when and it's about writing I remember sketches. when you got that. And when they called me, I had just started making $50 a set emceeing, like getting paid to do shows. And I was a couple of years into stand-up. And I remember, even though I wanted to take it, I go, it was kind of that thing that you go, do I go do that? Or do I put more into the thing that's already kind of starting to work for me? Right. And I thought, you know, if I go do that, it's going to take away from the stand-up thing that I'm, it's not just that I'm making money doing it, it's that I'm enjoying doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm working at it now. And so I passed on it. And they go, we'll, we'll only call you one more time to see if you want to do it the next time. And I said, okay. They called again. I passed again. And then it was like, hey, I'm, I'm doing stand-up full, you know, full throttle. And then I did, you know, I did a number of auditions um, for different things, you know, and I booked that huge subway campaign. Which, if, we, if you've which, never heard this, yeah. I mean, it was pretty nutty that at one point you were going to play Jared's derelict brother. Yeah, on a... Like a, this would have been, this is like, so you know funny. that, that flow from, uh, the progressive. progressive, she's made a fortune being flow. The way that this was presented to me, <laughs> they're like, you are going to be <laughs> the, you know, the counter to Jared on subway. And if this, these ads work out, it's just going to run all the time. This will be your life now. I remember when you got that and mm-hmm. you and I were like, oh my God, you're going to be a millionaire. Oh yeah. This is crazy. This is 20, crazy. You know, I, was, I was 25. I know. That's how long ago that was. Now. I know. 2005. And I flew to New York. We shot commercials. Here's the thing. There are commercials <laughs> somewhere. Yes. Somebody has these and uh, you know, I don't know. I've never gotten and, a hold of them, but they just never aired. And the reason they aired was fate. They... My agent didn't even know. You know who I think notified me? I want to say it was Larson. And I want to say because he read something. What happened was, unrelated to the campaign, it had nothing to do with the campaign, the VP of marketing at Subway resigned. (laughs) He resigned. And this is a common thing in in any business practice. Uh, He resigns because he was of age. He was 60-something years old. A new VP is hired. <laughs> so the new VP of marketing, what they do is you kill all the other guys' ideas for two reasons. If they're bad and they don't work out, they'd be like, the fuck did you keep that for? Right? You should have. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if they're good, then you're basically crediting your predecessor. You know what I mean? So you don't want... So it's like it's like in the, in the wild when a lion takes over a family. That's right. He kills all the young 
of the lioness and then reproduces and they have their own babies. And that's a very common practice in in major corporations. In business. Isn't that evil? Good Lord. Have a sip here. I didn't even get to see if they worked out. I just got the call (laughs) that the campaign was dead. And I was like heartbroken, mostly because I was like, this was going to be... Uh, a huge jump, you know, a big platform for me to get on and and be funny. The commercials were funny, you know, they're they're well, corporate commercials. And I but remember they were funny ads. you had to memorize that song by Rat Round and Round. That's right. Remember that? Yeah. And they he, licensed that song, and yeah. I had to be like driving up and singing that, and then I crashed my car into this thing at a park. Yeah. yeah. You were like Jared's fuck up brother, and then you. you and like, the whole idea was for people. Some of you may have heard it, but if you haven't heard it, the reason was <laughs> Jared could only push healthy subs. <laughs> And they're like, we need to be able to advertise <laughs> unhealthy Shut subs. up. And they're like, you could do that, Tom. Oh, my God. So while Jared would say, That's hilarious. get a turkey sub, it's healthy. I go, the chicken parm's not That's bad right. either. <laughs> and That's then right. that would be the ad, you know? That's right. You were like the slovenly brother that could yeah. plug all the unhealthy. And so in funny, addition I forgot to about that the bit. downside of being just the subway ad guy, uh, of course, I have the added benefit that if that had worked out, I would now be associated with a convicted child <laughs> pornographer who's that. serving major prison time. <laughs> that, and I think it would have affected your stand-up material. Oh, for sure. Because it's a major corporation and they would not, you would not be making the jokes that you'd make on or these they, specials. You know, or no would be, the worst thing would be they, you know, I could do stand-up, but everyone would be like, tell us to eat fresh. Right. Or like, do the fucking line from right. the commercial. I'd be like, all right. And then I'd have like subs kind of carted out to the stage oh and I'd be making God. jokes about food. It would be fucking well, terrible. Because on the one hand, it's kind of a gilded, it's a gilded cage. Like the girl that does flow, the progressive yeah. girl, she was a, an act, like an improv actress. I remember. She's great. She's at, really great. Yeah. And she does a great job at those ads, but... I'm saying that you're kind of locked in as an identity. Like, that's it. She's flow forever. And at right. least in our business, it's very hard to get out of that It's hard casting. to get out of. But the upside is that she has probably great security. Millions. And she's, you know, she's got it made. But she's got it made. It'd be very hard to do anything else creatively, I think, for her. So, so there's that. That goes down. You know, I do a couple other commercials. I did a Domino's ESPN one. I, they, you did like, Domino's? They partnered up. Yeah. Then I did a... A couple other commercials. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I remember you did. Yes, with Catherine. Yeah. Right? And then, um, no, that wasn't with Cat. You did a sitcom. You did Jay Moore's I, I did a couple a of things on him. And then, like, I booked, I'm trying to think of the things. I, I booked an episode of Workaholics yep. where I had a great scene that got cut out <laughs> entirely. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That was going to be, like, my, all right, like, I booked a great scene. I booked a scene on... Was it Pushing Up Daisies, the ABC show, where it wasn't? I had one scene with, let's say, five or six lines, and they cut it down to (laughs) one word. So all these things where you're like, Jesus Christ. And I, by the way, as that's happening, I'm moving further along in stand-up. So I'm like, I kind of just see it as like this side thing where I'm like, you know, I I really wish this would work out, but it just is not, you know? But the point being that you've had... It's pretty ridiculous. 16 years of yeah. near misses. Like yeah. you quite literally, like you get cast in the big sitcom, but your line gets cut out. Yep. You uh, get flown out to New York to try out for the producers to read for this well, movie. That's the most recent one. Right. So I don't remember if we talked about it on this show. No, we did not. But no. I didn't want to give away 
I don't know. It's like like kind of. I'll say who it's for, right? But, but so I I flew out. I tested for. I auditioned for a movie over the summer, and uh, the audition went really well. And then they flew me to New York to test. So when you test, they basically have producers in the room, like higher ups, the director, and then you're also on film with somebody who is cast in the movie. And it's usually between you and like a handful, yeah. maybe of other people. Yeah, in this maybe, case, yeah. it was one other person. Wow. Because so they, they gave really, me the heads up. You were really close. Yeah. And here's the thing. I Even though I, when I didn't get it, I was bummed. Part of you starts to go like, this kind of makes sense because here's the thing you learn about film casting. Almost all the financers in film go, look at things like, well, what else have they done? And right. this is like the the screwy circle of of this of things not working out is that they'll go, well, actor one has never done anything. Actor two's been in 10 movies and three television shows. And then they go, oh, well, we want it to be the proven actor. Right. So they go with actor two, which happened to me in that movie. They called me and he goes, um, the other actor was a well-known actor. And he goes, they gave it to him. And I was like, yeah. They're going to give it to him every time. Yeah. Because he's a proven entity. Well, yeah. well, that's why it's so hard to break into things like sitcom or film because a lot of the, first of all, a lot of sitcom film actors nutty, have been doing sitcoms since they were four. Yeah. And they've been in the system. There's a system that kind of, you know, it's the same people over and over. You're, that's why you see the same five actors uh, doing everything in the sitcom world and in the film world because you're kind of once you're in early, you're in, you're in the system. By it's the way, really hard to break I in. I almost didn't go in on this audition. That's right. The oh one, my no, gosh. the one that I just booked. That's the funniest thing. Oh, that's right. I remember you so were like. For yeah. those who don't know, like when you get an audition, at first it comes in an email and it just says, You have an audition, you know, this Friday. And it has all the details, it has the breakdown of the part, what it is, who's directing it, who wrote it. Sometimes it has when it'll shoot. And then it has, you know, where the audition is. So it was the week, the week after my special came out and I'm doing all this press. Every day it's like, you're doing a TV thing, you're doing two things of this, you're doing Conan, you're doing radio, that you're going to do these publicity. three podcasts. In the middle of all that, I pick up my phone, it says you have a audition, you know, this day. And I'm like, all right, I, I, don't even, I just don't even answer. Next day, I have all like three more things to press. Then I get uh, an email that says, can we confirm you for the audition? And I just wrote like, no, I got too much going on. Like, which I, is not unusual. I pass on a lot of auditions because of our schedules. Like we have touring schedule, our kid, things in our own life. You know, we have things going on. So most of the time, I would say I consider those things and I'll turn down auditions, you know. So this time my agent happened to call me. He never calls when I say, I can't make it to this. And he goes, the director requested to see you for this. I really think you should try to go in. So I'm like, okay. Um, well, get me a new day because I can't do it. Yeah. Well, the other thing that people don't know, if you're not in this showbiz, they always say like, uh, we get you a time. Here's a time. And you yeah. can't, it's really hard to yeah, change they, that. They tell you the time and that's it. <laughs> and like, you could not have a childcare. You could be on the other side of town and not they don't to care. Mention, for other, for people that don't, aren't aware of it, sometimes you get, uh, 6 PM, 6 30, 7 PM. <laughs> it'll say, Hey, you have an audition tomorrow morning oh, at yeah. 10 AM. And you're like, to prepare. Dude, like, I mean, I have this kid. I'm going to put him down. And I, I mean, yeah. how am I going to be ready for that? It's like that. It'll happen that quickly, you know? Yeah. 
So anyways, I take the, of course, after he tells me that, I take the audition. I go on it. Uh, I thought it went really well. But that's the thing is, most of the time when you audition and you think it goes well, no, you never it. even hear anything. And yeah, sometimes yeah. when you think the audition went poorly, they'll call you and be like, you have a callback. You're, you're going back to see me. You're like, what? So you just never know the formula. Anyway, the director um, told me or gave my agent some feedback and was like, tell him to come to my house. Now, he didn't say tell him. He said, tell him to give him my number. And then I talked to him and he's like, do you want to work on the scene? And I was like, sure. And you're like, do I have to loofah your back in the shower? Is it a 3 a.m. kind of meeting or what's going to go on? (laughs) So, no, but he was like super, I don't know, the nicest, like, guy in this business I think that I've ever met is this director I went over there we talked about the scene we we, we ran it a few times how many was it a boy girl girl boy it was or? a boy boy because it was just the two oh, of it was us. just boy boy yeah. yeah it was just boy boy and did you give yourself an enema before the scene I, le- I took all the saline out but I did okay. do that just okay. to make sure and then it's like hey you know he worked on it and then he's like oh you still have to go back and test and then you still have to get approved by the all the other producers and the studio executives at Paramount. It's a lot. So nerve wracking. Well, I, but I also was. I think um, with age, like how long I've been doing this, I was like, yeah, okay, sure. And then I was also cool with the fact that they might say, hey, you know, you they liked you, but no. Right. I, I, Seth Rogen I, needs another movie. Well, anyone, you know, I just kind of was just like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I I understood that. It's likely not going to happen, right? So, which is kind of liberating. It is kind when of when you know you're like, well, I'm swinging for you know the back of the room here, and if it doesn't happen, it, it probably doesn't. won't happen. Yeah, it's and okay. I also realized that like you know, it do, it's not my livelihood. Thank God, I don't rely on it right. to have my bills paid or anything. You know, I was like, it's like that gala skate. In the figure skating world, they've already won the medal, and yeah. you can tell they're so much more relaxed when they're doing those moves. In the rink, right? It's a totally way of yeah. looking at it, yes. You're there. You already got the. You already have your gold medal in stand-up, so. And then, uh, oh, then the director texted me, give me a call when you can. I'm like, motherfucker. Like, he's <laughs> being nice, but to tell me that, you know. It's always that. When it's yeah, like, give, give me a call. call. You're like, um, I didn't get it. Because he was so nice. I thought he was going to be like, I just want you to know. I thought yeah. you did a great we job. We love you. Yeah. You're my favorite. <laughs> Give him a call. And he's like, hey, man, you're doing the movie. You both So crazy. Like, what? I couldn't believe it. I really was overjoyed. Like I said, it's just something I've wanted to do for so long. So long, Gene. So the movie shoots in Atlanta. Um, It's starring Mark Wahlberg. Crazy. Rose Byrne, Octavia Spencer. Uh, There's a couple other comics in it. Tig Notaro's in it. Oh, Tig. Eliza Schlesinger's in it. Eliza. Anyways, it's a great cast and a great script, and I'm just, I can't believe that I get to do it. Now, who's your fucking movie wife? Let's oh, my talk movie about wife, that. of course. Yeah, yeah. Alan Rachel. She's great. And is she unattractive? Because I'd like to make sure that she's not attractive. She is attractive. Oh. Yeah, she's very Well, cute. can we change that? I don't think so. I mean, I could ask her to like shave her head or something like that before Why the don't you make her do the skullet? I don't know that I get that power, but I'll suggest it. <laughs> I'll suggest it. Well, Gene, I'm very proud of you, and I'm very happy for you. And I know you've wanted this for so long, and we've had so many near successes on this. And by the way, that is the the next... I mean, thank you very much, and and I know you know how much I've wanted to do something like this. The other thing is that the next call I get is like, what are we going to do about these dates? So now I have to move dates, you know? And it's 
It's one of the ones where, trust me, um, I don't like doing that, especially to people that are coming to see me. I, like, I, I do super appreciate everybody's support in the live stand-up stuff. But the way that these, these things usually go is, you know, the movie takes, they, they own you for the time that they shoot. That's right. how the contract. Well, it's millions of dollars in production, yeah. and yeah, they, not to me. Believe me, not I'm, to him, uh, but to, <laughs> to Mark making, Wahlberg and to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not making anything crazy on this. You but. know what's so interesting? I was listening to Kathy Griffin, and she was giving an interview about when uh, she was working on a Michael Jackson video as an extra back in the '80s, and she said that Michael Jackson would just blow off going to set. Yeah, and he and Macaulay Culkin would go to shopping the mall. Yeah. And she asked the director, hey, how much money is he blowing by doing that? And he goes, a million dollars a day. And this is back in the yeah. 80s, by the way. So there's a lot of money that goes into these films oh, and into it's crazy. music videos. It's it's such a huge production that that kind of becomes the priority in show business and then everything else. So look, I don't know if I'll ever <laughs> book another job again. You will. Uh, well, I'm just saying, I mean, it was 16 years for the first one. So I don't know if I'll ever book another <laughs> job again, but I'm going into this with like, the attitude of like, I want to have enjoy this experience. Yeah, shooting a, a big movie a and boy, I get boy scene. I get to do. Um, I have like you know some really funny lines. I get, okay. It's a fun character. I get to play. I'm playing Mark's brother-in-law, and who's basically kind of a, a loudmouth. Well, don't say too much. Goodness. No, no, I'm just saying it's kind of that's this, perfect though. Doofus for you. Are you a piece of shit scumbag? Because I feel like no, no, no. I'm not a piece of shit scumbag. I feel but, like I mean, there's that's a bunch a good of makeout scenes. For, hey, there's a bunch of shower hey. scenes. No. Uh, yeah. Yes, there are. No. Yes, there with are. With you and your movie wife. Yes. But I it's, don't think so. It's acting. We act. We don't. Babe. I just. I gave. I come in. I take. I we take a shower. Uh, there's like a morning blowjob, and then we go. We drive over until we see our our, our relatives. But that's just. I didn't write it. Um, talk to okay. Sean. <sighs> All right. Well, I'll see my buddy. It's funny too that I'm going to see one of my old best friends. My old roommate lives in Atlanta with his family. So I'll, I'll see Justin. That's good. That's, That's really good. You have exciting. a friend there in ATL. Yeah. Even Case was going to come down one weekend. Good. And, uh, yeah. Because he's not too far, and uh, it, sh- it should be a great time. You know. Well, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you too. Baby Jeans is going to miss you. You're uh, going to be gone for like a month. I'm a, well, I'm a couple weekends I'm going to fly home. Um, then the couple that I'm staying, I'm actually going to try to do stand-up in the area. So look for an announcement of uh, a couple shows in the, at least in the greater, somewhere drivable to Atlanta. Now, if you get a movie wife, do I get a temporary husband while you're gone? 100%. Yeah. Who do I get to pick? Well, you have to audition people the same way that I auditioned. Okay. Comics only? No, I don't want them. No, it has to be a comedian. I'm, I'm married to a comedian, babe. Your 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 scene partner is a, a comic actress, That's right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. God, we're gonna have so much fun. Would you stop with that? What, babe? What? I've no. never shot these types of scenes. You know, <laughs> your scenes. So many boy girl scenes. You're doing your together. scene work, Tom. Yeah. How are you going to prepare for your boy, scenes? Girl, girl, boy, boy. Now, girl, are you going to go boy. method like Jim Carrey did in Man on the Moon? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be one of those douchebags? It's like I'm in character all the time. Don't like, call me Tom. My character name is Frank or it's whatever. Russ. It's Russ. So anytime, I'm Russ. Anytime someone says Tom, I'll be like, <laughs> Where? Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? It's Russ. <laughs> God. I can't wait for you to become that kind of a movie star. Yeah. Movie and are star. you going to be, yeah, are you going to demand that people can't make eye contact with you on set? Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. Nobody look at me. It's in my contract. It's really yeah. No, I'm I'm basically it's funny because I'm going back to I'm an open micer of on the acting the movie world on the movie world yeah so I get I'm doing like introductory level everything which is great that's fun it's a great way to step into it craft services that means free food free every day food. on the set can't beat that you can't go crazy because I don't want to be all Bart on it you know you don't want to get Bart fat no God did you see him I know he shot his special which I heard was a maze. Oh, I heard the opposite. Oh, really? I heard that it I went heard he really. Tanked. It was terrible. <laughs> I heard it went really well. Yeah. Um, from people in Philly, and also you'd be surprised, but Bert himself actually said how amazing. Really? His own it's thing not like went. him. Yeah, not like him at all. It's, it's as though he called over here the next morning and told us how great how he did. great it went and how it was the best show of all time. And I was like, <laughs> this sounds very much like you. So uh, modest that like, Bert. Like, Honestly, this is like the best show of my life. <laughs> He's so like quiet and understated know, about stuff. It's, it's so weird. Odd. And then I saw pictures of him. Yeah. <sighs> it was bad? No, I mean, his body is so... No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he did it shirtless for this special. He did do it, another shirtless special, which is so funny that there'll be two specials of him shirtless. Yeah. And you will just be like, which one? Like normally you'd be like, Hey, what special are you talking about? And you'd be like, Oh, the one where the guy's shirtless. Yeah. Now they're gonna be like, you know how that shirtless guy, <laughs> the one where he's a little less fat <laughs> is the one I'm talking about. <laughs> and the neat part is that because that'll be his calling card, like Larry, the cable guy wearing he can't, a sleeveless. Dude, I hope it's the flannel. biggest special of all time. <laughs> just so it solidifies that he has to be shirtless. Because so, yeah. at that point, yeah. If he walks around with a shirt somewhere, people be like, you're being a dick. Like, yeah. just take your fucking shirt like, off. When he does Conan, he's got to do it shirtless. Uh-huh. And when he goes wherever, and he's going to be like 80 years old, and oh, he's yeah. got to have to do, he's got to do it shirtless. Of course. That's who he is. And let's be honest, we're all going to, you know, we work at trying to keep these shit bodies in some type of shape. Yeah. He's going to fall off, you know, of at course. some point in the next few years. And like <laughs> when he gets really fat again, I can't wait to see him have to take this. Because then it's actually, here's the thing. It really is actually funnier to see him shirtless more out of shape. So Yeah, that's kind of the whole point, right? Yeah. Is to see him look like shit. I, yeah. hope, I hope he doesn't get in shape. No, I hope, I hope not either. Now, Leanne Kreischer started her own yeah. podcast called Wife of the Party. It's a great name. It's a great part. It's a great name. I listened to the first half of it. She's doing um, some special diet. She was talking about the Beachbody diet, I think it's called. Oh, Bert's not doing that. Definitely not. So that's, you know, anyway, give Leanne's podcast a, a listen. Yeah. Yeah, she's a friend of ours too, but uh, a lot, of, lot, of, lot of stuff going on. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. So we wrapped up our prison show. Was that you or me? Yeah, that was a throat thing. Was a throat oh, come. Yeah, we wrapped up our prison show, uh, Love After Lockup, and we're devastated because that was the seventh and final episode last night, Gene. Yeah, that was a great short run series. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it for a while, um, but yeah, it was. I was sad that it came to an end, but I don't want to ruin it for people yeah. because I've ever since we brought it up, I got a lot of messages from people saying they're they're diving into it. Oh, so let's not. Yeah, but I mean, now it's you know it's clearly it's made it's. It's over at this point. You should have seen it if you're watching it. Well, no, because that new episode, the last one, just dropped. Like, right, I, but this episode is... Oh, we're know, in the future. Yeah. Right. So it, it's pre- but it's it's alarming. Uh, some of it is very... So, some of it is so upsetting to me, especially the one... There's a, a mother of three children, 
And just, I don't want to give it too much away, but she really fucks up her kids' lives for uh, the chance to marry this convicted felon. It's pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. That, and then I don't think there were too many surprises on that show. I was surprised. Oh, uh, no, there is a surprise. Which one? Which one? Uh, White boy in Florida. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. She does say it or no? You know? No, don't don't do it in case people haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, I don't know. But... There's definitely a couple surprises, and then that's actually one where you go like, "Oh, that's good that 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 the surprise happened." Yeah. Well, what's so funny is that you and I totally flipped. Like at first, we were like, "These prisoners are scumbags. They're taking advantage of these innocent people." And now we're like, "These prisoners are just like nice people trying to they're just get trying. their lives." Yeah. And these assholes on the outside are totally taking advantage of them, and like. Yeah. They all get out. These guys get out, and the women are like, when are we getting married? Why isn't there a big ceremony? I want to wear my dress. I want to have my bridal shower. It's like, dude, he just got out of prison. Yeah, He's shell-shocked. He's traumatized. He doesn't have a job. He's having to check in with his parole officer like every hour. You know, He can't even leave L.A. County. Like, Why are it's you putting demands on him? That with most of them, they've been with the guy for a while, and they have so little compassion understanding and empathy yeah. for their situations. That's like the part none. that as the outsider, you're like, how do you not, <laughs> this guy's trying to adjust after six years in prison. Why aren't yeah. you having a little more, like you can't see that. Well, the Canadian guy, especially there's a couple yeah. in Toronto and the guy is like clearly traumatized. Traumatized. Like looked like he may have been kidnapped yeah. and beaten. Yeah. Yeah. He's total shell shock. Total. The, the life is just drained from him he's, like, oh, no. he's so bummed out and she's like i want to have our wedding i want white we horses our wedding? Yeah. <laughs> and like I want dubs. diamond shoes and i want it to be really <laughs> special for everybody it's my day the best is like can we stop in and do some tuxedo shopping and he's like i can't I have he's to like check i got out of my... prison yesterday <laughs> she's like yeah He's like, I don't really want to show up for tuxedos right now. And she's like, why not? No. She goes, don't you love me? I guess you yeah. don't love me. I guess you don't want to be my husband. Like, oh, it's like, dude, what? You guys are crazy. The people that are dating these fools are but crazier than the inmates. To her credit, she's the one that when they do decide to just do it quickly, she's like, you know, all I really care about is being married. Right. And she so she's less about, oh, I need the big thing than I actually just want to be married. To you. Yeah. She kind of got the priority of love. Most of them don't. No. <laughs> And then there's the lady on Heron. That was awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, here's from from what I've learned about prison shows. Prison's not the place you get clean from heroin. What? <laughs> from what I understand, prison's not like a Malibu rehab clinic. It's kind of where you find new supplier. Like the drugs are still well, there. Well, yeah, because you're like, I don't have a lot going on. Sure, that's I'm when not you busy. Sh- yeah, you should start heroin and, uh, <laughs> in prison. And I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm I kind of want to get high all the kind time. Kind of. God. I would be dead if I were in prison for oh drogas. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I would be high all the time if I could be in jail. Yeah. Dude, I'd, be- I'd just be shooting scenes and shooting <laughs> heroin. At least pot. I'd try to be high on pot all day, every day if I could be. Yeah. I don't know. It also, it's funny that, I think we talked about it, but none of those people, they all are just sad. They just want a safe yeah, date. A safe they just person. had their heart broken, you know, too many times. And they're like... Person's in prison, they can't hurt me. Well, and what's funny too is that a lot of these prisoners are just hustling the people on the outside. Uh, there's this great uh, guest of this woman. So there's this one woman who 
She's dating a guy in prison and she sends him $200 a month, which for her, she cannot afford $200 a month to send it's to this crazy, guy. Yeah. Like, she's on such a tight budget that she only has $40 left at the end of every month for just like- For herself. Stuff. Because she's yeah. sending this, the guy who from his photo, you'd be like, oh, this is a manipulative psychopath for Total sure. Total scum yeah. fuck. Yeah. And then her friend comes over. Her friend comes over who's been in prison and she yeah. goes, yeah, I used to scam like two guys at the same time. Yeah, because you want someone to tell you, I'll take care of you. I love you. I love you. you. And also to send you that money. That commissary money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they want their fucking snacks and their corn nuts and their yeah, maxi pads. Do you fucking watch Orange is the New Black? Dude, what about these motherfuckers that don't have anyone to do that? They just don't have Aww. shit? I mean, that's got to be... How's that even fair? I think... Okay, so from, from what I know from Orange is the New Black, mm-hmm. you can also work shitty prison jobs oh, okay. and make like 35 cents an hour and then that can go towards that dude commissary. That dude is straight up hustling her, man. Hustling. There's such hookers, dude. And then there's one fucking hooker who's hustling the sweet truck driver on oh the outside. God. That one bums me out. That the one. most. She's like, don't you love me? Won't you pay my legal bills? <laughs> and he's like, you got caught with drugs and a phone. They're saying 8 to 12 years. And she's like, oh, will you wait for me? He's like, I've got your back, baby. i got your back. He's pathetic. He's he really sad, is. Yeah. It's really sad, it but he's pathetic. Um, are you ready for perhaps the greatest thing a listener has ever submitted yeah. to us? You've been you talked about this at lunch before we sat down and record this. I'm so excited. I just I didn't expect it. And okay. it's just I'm very excited. Here's the email. Uh, hey Tom and Gene, for the last few days I've been having a blast calling people. With the Christina soundboard I made. Oh, shit. I called random people named Gene oh, and Tom, no. but this might be the best one ever. Oh, dear. I told a phone sex operator my name was Bert. Hope you enjoy it as much as I did making it. <coughs> Keeping him high and tight, Tony W. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's just, it is a maze. A maze, excite. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. You've been talking about it. Hello, Bert. How are you? This is Vivian. Hey, Vivian. How's it going? It's good, honey. How are you? I'm good. Are you? I bet you are. You know, I'm sitting here all sexy with my girlfriend, Christina. Mm. We're, uh, we're kind of jerking each other off, and, you know, I was hoping you can get into a little bit of scat play with her while I sit oh. back and masturbate. Oh, I can do that, baby. Oh, God. Okay. Oh no! Why does he sound like Bigfoot? Well, he probably he just so disguised his voice a little bit. Babe, scat play. I know, but oh no, you're not ready. Wait, I want to put Christina on. No. Hi, honey. How are you? Do you have to shit? I do. You want to take my nice warm shit, Christina? How do you masturbate? How do you shit? Mm, I'll take a shit for you. <laughs> I'll take a nice warm shit. <laughs> You gotta take a shit. Take a shit, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big <laughs> one shit. Uh. Oh, baby. Uh. Oh, yeah, I like all that kind of shit. God. I bet Bert would do with me. He likes to watch. <laughs> oh! Nice and warm, baby. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never shit in, in, in not a toilet. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> the first time for everything, baby. It's too hard. 
Mm-hmm. It is a little hard, but if you squat down, it's all right. There you go. I can do that. Good job. Mm, thank you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Mm-hmm. Feels so good. I you like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty hot, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's oh. more, but this is so well done. Well, talk about the first rule of improv. Yes, and. Yeah. This uh, sex lady is really yes anding the shit out of me. She's really yes anding. Do you have to shit? I do, baby. You want to watch me shit? Oh, no. Yeah. I'll take that big shit. I like that. Yeah, just watch it come out of my warm, hot asshole. Play with it, baby. Just jack that jack off. Yeah. Where's Bert? <laughs> Did we lose Bert? <laughs> huh? Oh, baby, give me all that warm <laughs> shit. Every bit of uh-huh. it. <laughs> I take it. I mean, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Quite a shit. Yeah. I mean, think about how, <laughs> like, if she's the one working the phone, you're like, man, this person really is taking a shit right now. Wait, I like that he works in the, oh, uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> From the H's yeah, Oh, my. Cool. Oh, my. Little king ass oh. ripper. Oh. Uh. It only smells. <laughs> <laughs> and she's laughing. She likes it. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. I mean, you really took a big. I shit. really did it. Oh, how's Bert doing? Is he jacking that cock <laughs> off? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to find like the perfect <laughs> How do they do it? How does he do it in time? I always worry. He like, has the soundboard, so he has, goes, you know, yeah. yeah, he has that. I mean that's perfect. Oh, how's Bert doing? Is he jacking that cock off? Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's such a throwaway yeah. too. Yeah. It's perfect. Here we go. Here's this Kyle Hitler. Hey Hitler. I'd rather not talk about that, sweetie. That's a little offensive. Sorry. Wow, that's yeah. where she draws she the line. She drew the line at Hitler. Wow. You said like, "Hi, Hitler. Hey, Hitler." And she's like, "I'd rather not." Right. You probably have like a nice Jewish lady working the phone. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, Kyle Hitler. Hey, Hitler. I'd rather not talk about that, sweetie. Sweetie. That's a little offensive. Sorry. Wow. Then you go right back to shitting, and she's fine with that. Right, she's fine with that, but not a not a little high Hitler. Well, I guess I mean that kind of makes sense, actually. <laughs> Does it? I mean, shit is shit, but like yeah, Hitler, Hitler, Nazi stuff. Sure, sure. But it is. We don't. You don't hear. think she's had Nazi fantasies where the person's like, "Call me Hitler." Uh, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't work those calls. You know? <laughs> she just How do you wipe? How do you wipe? You make him look it up. Oh, how geez. does my asshole smell? Huh? Mm, I bet it smells good, honey. <laughs> How about with Mary Mo? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, it's like I'm killing it. Pretty gross. Where's Bert? So you're always in an orgy? Mm-hmm. Rub rub rub. Rub a dub dub. Three men in a tub, baby. What's your pronoun? I don't know. What do you want it to be? <laughs> what about cum beard? Sure, if that's what you like. That's good, baby. Hold on. Hold on. I like that she's like, where's Bert? <laughs> yeah, she keeps asking for him. Yeah, she wants him to step in. <laughs> what, kind of, what, kind of, what kind of drugs you guys doing tonight? <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you mean, baby. 
if you come hug somebody without their consent. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can't do that no more today, honey. Well, now we've opened up a whole other can of biscuits. You know, I mean, uh, nothing's allowed to be done anymore, honey. Look me my ass, man! <laughs> <laughs> How do you decide what you do that day? Just go what you feel like doing, baby. Go with the flow. Silly Nazi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just go shit. Mm, you like to shit, don't you? Yeah. I can tell you do. Of course. Mm-hmm. They would call her for a writing lab in, at the end. Are the you kidding me? This woman's all pro. Yeah. How do you guys deal with feelings? Oh, for fuck feelings. I'm over those. I'd love to have what you guys are smoking, I'll tell you that much. I peed everywhere. I feel like I peed all over the earth. All over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> you do sound like a total maniac. Of course, she keeps bringing up and drugs. She's like, mm-hmm, yeah, and baby. You're like, yeah, I gotta go pee everywhere. <laughs> Whatever you want. Well, here's your goodbye. But darling, I gotta let you go. You can call back for more time if you like. Okay. <laughs> Bye for now. You didn't even say goodbye. Wow, shit. You just shit. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was really impressive. That took a lot of work. So good. God Did damn. we lose Bert? <laughs> <laughs> and this is great. Hey, Hiller. <laughs> I'd rather not talk about that. <laughs> uh, uh, she really does go with the flow. The only yeah. time she pushed back on us was with the Hitler. Uh, yeah. Which, I, like I said, I mean, I just want to salute Tony. God damn, Tony. I mean, that's a lot of work, you know? Sure he isolated is. stuff, made a soundboard, then made a call, then found somebody to jump in and get involved in it. It, it was really good. Really Pretty good amazed. Yeah. Pretty amazed. Yeah, that's Wow. Pretty. I have to admit, it's a little weird to hear myself talking like that to a porno lady. I mean, uh, whatever, lady. Uh, phone sex operator. Uh, yeah. Oh, she sounded old as shit, by the way. You think so? She's been doing it for a minute. She's been doing it for a while, yeah. Well, Smoking, too. People... Uh, Wrote in, they said, um, Mommies, I was minding my business last week, hogging some balls and listening to the show <laughs> when I was deeply disturbed by what I was hearing. There isn't much that gets my stomach turning, but all the <laughs> asshole rerouting talk got to me. Oh, come on. Well, this is exactly the silly shit I come for when I get to my mommy's house. Next time, in the spirit of being sensitive to everyone's false personal line of decency, just go ahead and piss on me and beat me, your friend Peyton Lafferty. Of course, uh, this is not from last week, but the week before. This is uh, in reference to... Johnny Pemberton discussing his colon being removed. Goodness, he had colitis and had to have his intestines rerouted, and he had a colostomy bag. And that is just man. I thought I thought it was just medically very interesting. It was I very mean, interesting, but it was geez. for me difficult to hear too. I did struggle with it. I, I'm just so thankful I've never had to deal with anything like I that know. in my life. It makes me really thankful too. But I was good. Oh, fuck, just looking at him, and he's like a teenager when it happens or something, right? Wasn't he like Oh, teenager? he's like 17 years fucking old. Fucking A, man. I know. Yeah. So unfair. Um, somebody asks, how much do peeners yeah. weigh? I knew we were going to get here. Yeah. I knew it. You know, I, I wanted to go there after we did boobies. Yeah. Uh, you know, twig and but berries. obviously, you know, we're not talking about the same kinds of it's weight. It's not a lot. I can't imagine yeah. a ton. Let's start weighing dicks. You should also consider Tom having Tom wear five pounds around his neck for a whole day. <laughs> Try it out. One love, no hate. Matt from Chicago. Of course, Matt's talking about what you're walking around with on that chest of yours. Oof. So and, I should put, oh my God. And with a baby belly. So I've got a baby, a human growing. Inside of you. Coming front wise. And then these tits. 
Yeah. It's fucking, it's a lot, dude. But you know what? Doing Pilates a second time around has really, really helped because my core strength is a lot uh, yeah. better now. Yeah. But man, the gravity wants you to be forward, pull you forward. Oh. It's tough. How's that uh, baby feeling? Good. He's kicking around a lot. He's doing really well. We're 20 weeks. I'm halfway there, which is crazy. Mm, you like the shit, don't you? <laughs> yeah. 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 Huh. Do you like the shit? Me? Yeah. That's all I talk about. Yeah. Oh, but a brown talk, if we may do a brown talk update. A brown a talk update? Pregnancy brown talk. Pregnancy brown talk. All right. All Next stop, brown talk. Ugh. Brown talk coming up. <laughs> I got a fart pretty bad, I feel like. Go for it. Where's the fart mic? Nah, people are asking about that, I know. <laughs> we never came through on that. Uh, some people told me they were really disappointed. I'm really disappointed. Yeah. We have extra mics. I'd love to have what, what you guys are smoking, I'll tell you that much. Uh, we have extra mics laying know, around. I we know. have the lines. Can't we just have Blue Band put in a fart mic? We could sit it here in the middle, and then when you've got one coming, no, just grab it. I think the fart it. mics need to be on the ground and near your butthole. Then that's another arm we need to build. Can we just put one here and then you just grab the fart mic? That's a good idea. It's not that hard, guys. It's not that hard, but I do think I have to pause. For a brown? Yeah. Are you being serious? I'm being serious. (laughs) I do think I have to. Okay. Well, do you remember what you were about to say? Of course. Well, make note of it so that we can... I'll go pee. All right. I'm going to take a shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's going to be bad. Okay. I can tell it's going to be, yeah. Really? It's not going to be good. Oh, all right. Uh, how did that brown go? God, it was very necessary. What do you think it was? I don't know. We had healthy lunch. That's it wasn't a splatter. It, it wasn't a blaster or anything like that. What like was that. it like? I mean, it was just ready to go, but it was a... Can we have a number? I mean, I think it was like a four and a half. Oh, okay. Almost a five. Okay. Interesting. But the urgency was there. Yeah, but yeah, I was ready. So um, what I was going to tell you about pregnancy poops is different because uh, as this uter- your uterus grows and expands, it squishes up your intestines. Yeah. And progesterone increase makes you constipated. Your digestion slows down. Mm-hmm. So now my poops are like rabbit turds and it can hit me at any time. Like my schedule's all off. I really have to sit down and focus to make the brown. It's kind of a disaster. Wow. I mean, I shit this morning, but I just have to be really cognizant of like when the urge strikes. I gotta, I just gotta honor it, you know. Yeah, I mean, you think you gotta follow the the leader of your. <sighs> yeah, it's just gonna get harder from here on out too. Once the baby gets bigger and bigger. You've been doing a lot of of this stuff, by the way. Of what stuff? Multiple, multiple browns all the time. Well, they're small. I yeah. sit down to brown and that's like kibble. It's like rabbit shit, and then I just have to keep doing. It. I have to keep at it until you get something. Worth talking about. You Would know? you like to? I mean, there's usually a push present, you know. Yeah. Um, are you interested at all in this at all, or no? Bridget Boudreaux takes milestones and turns them into treasures moms appreciate most. Breast milk is liquid gold. Breast milk is your diamond made from you. You know, we I, I culture pearls out of your own breast milk, and it's something that you cannot buy off a shelf. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I'm gonna pass. Why? I could reach out to her. Joe Bree Milk Charms. Joe from my son Joey, Bree from Bridget. Came to be after the birth of her son Joey. And when you breastfeed, it's something that you do all day and all night. So I really wanted to commemorate the bond that that creates between only mother and child. Mm. So you have breast milk jewelry. Um, I'd rather take like a diamond ring. 
But the breast milk's more unique. I don't want a breast milk ring. I want a diamond ring. I want to do the breast milk one. A photo of it on Facebook got noticed. Now, orders are coming in from across the U.S. Every single piece is unique to them and their story. I have made a memorial piece for a few babies that have passed. Mm. Wait a minute. So... Is she making it with her own breast milk, or are you sending in your breast milk? I would imagine you're sending in yours. So that's a lot of work, though. There's, you're not just getting your. Now you got to ship it. You got to ship your breast milk. I understand. And then she. It takes about three months for the stay-at-home mom to fill an order. The customized charms cost between fifty and two hundred dollars. Five hundred moms shipped their breast oh, milk to Bridget okay. last year. <sighs> wow. I thought she was no, squirting her own tip milk and being no, like, I made you a jewelry. No, but this has to be a severe health hazard. First of all, you're not allowed to FedEx any fluids of any kind. We know that. I think so you can. You cannot send your body fluids well, via the 500 mail. 500 moms just did. You're not supposed to. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure FedEx doesn't let you send jizz or farts or whatever. Yeah. Breast milk. Yeah. It'll never smell bad, <sighs> never rot. A mother of two turning a milestone. For some women, this is the very last drop of breast milk they have. Into a moment that can now last a lifetime. This reporter is making this sound really (laughs) serious. Yeah. And not not giving it the good-natured ribbing it deserves. Yeah. Into a moment that lasts a lifetime. That's kind of symptomatic of our era that we're living in, that everybody has to be honored and treated like it's rational and sane. And you can't call crazy people crazy anymore. Yeah. Right? This bitch isn't crazy. She's honoring her breast milk. Yeah. Right. Hmm. No, you can't just call people what they fucking are anymore. God forbid. That's pretty crazy. Gina, is there anything else? (sighs) Well, I mean... uh, I just want to talk about you being a Starbucks aficionado. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I appreciate... Look at you light up. Look I at do. you light up. You were ready well, to tap out of this episode, and I, I brought that up. I appreciate good service, and that's the thing is... <laughs> you know what I find that irritates me more than bad service? People who justify bad service, or who think that it's not worth pointing out mm. that there's bad service. There's, mm. They're the worst people on earth, and they're right. they're the reason why bad service continues because these people are like, what's the big deal if somebody sucks at a, at a job that you're paying for? Why don't you just let them well, suck? It's not fair because some people take pride in their jobs of course. and they want to you provide should be celebrated. good service. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you go into some of these places, not just Starbucks, I'm talking about any service place and you know, it's awful and you're, they're just in a bad mood or they just don't care. And you're like, this sucks. Yeah. And yeah, I like to celebrate the ones where it's really good. Don't you love it? I I think if you had ever, if I was the person waiting on you at any of the numerous service jobs I'd had, you would have hated me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Complain, no. I don't complain. I complain to you. I don't actually, I don't call the manager over. No, I was a decent barista. There you go. I may have been a decent server at times. But overall, I never cared. I wasn't, I'm not good at the service industry. I like efficiency. I like when they, they don't have to know my name or any of that shit. But you like it. Everybody does. You That's said today, thing. you go, we're going to go, because there's three Starbucks locations in our neighborhood. Yes. yes. And we did a rundown of which one we should go to. Well, the, the, the one that we used to go to all the time, that drive through one, that one's not really good. Why? No, why is that? I find them to be just fine. Really? Fine. Uh, they're inconsistent. That's okay. that's something that I you know realize is very nice in the service. Inconsistent how with their how they treat you or the product. The product. Oh, sometimes wow. they make wow. it right, and so a lot of times they make it wrong. It's a pretty simple order. They get it wrong a lot. Um, you know. Well, what is your order so that people can be clear? My order is well, pretty easy. 
Go ahead. Venti iced coffee. Okay. Extra ice. Iced venti coffee, but go ahead. Iced venti coffee. Extra ice. No sweetener. Small splash of whole milk. Now, when you say a splash, you do mean just a hint. That's it. A meow. Sometimes I'm in the store and I'll say that and then I watch the person take the milk and they go, doop, 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 yeah. like that. I'm like, hey, no, that's not going to work. What? It's not going to work. You just gave me a glass of milk. Right. I don't want to drink a glass that of milk. That upsets you. Yeah. So I actually found a way around it though. What's the way? I asked for uh, whole milk on the side. So I don't even have to put it on the person anymore. Okay. I didn't realize you could do that. Because I will say there nothing strikes terror in my heart more than having to get your iced coffee, your iced venti coffee. Yeah. Uh, because I know that I have to put that splash of whole milk in for you. Yeah. And if it's not the right color of blonde, yeah. you get very upset. I don't get very And it's upset. extra ice. If there's not enough ice in there, you get upset. And I uh, like I swear to God, it induces a little bit of panic and anxiety Come in me. On. No, it does. I'm serious because I don't want you to be unhappy. I don't like I, that. I'm not that. I'm not that picky. No, you don't get mad, yeah. but I know that it it disappoints you, and I don't like to disappoint you. And, uh, it's very sweet of you. I, I don't feel like I'm that crazy about it, but I do like it made. You know, you like your thing made the way you like it. So, but like I said, I found that that I no longer ask for it. I ask for now. The whole mug on the side. I go, give me a little short. So, so the drive-through one is you found that they're inferior in their consistency and quality yeah. product. Now, the other location is in a very busy parking lot. And what's wrong with that place? How it's too crazy. It's chaos there. The parking, you mean? The parking, the place itself. Yeah. It's very small. It's it's tough. Now, the one that's good also gets too busy. So I I oh, will skip that one too. But yet, that busy. one's your favorite of the three locations. Why? No, because it's good. It's good service. It has people in there are in a good. It just shows you. It's like I'm not even asking for it. People that work there are in a good mood. They're always pretty happy. They treat everybody really well. Uh, they get really busy and they still maintain their composure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're super nice. Well, and you said that they know your name now and they know your drink. They know, yeah, some of them do. Probably like half of them do. And that you and like I don't go to, there all the time, but yeah. yeah. But but you like that that they know your sure. Your but name like that's your... what anybody likes. From a service, yeah, you know, is that the person, they remember you, they say your name, they go, oh, I know that you like your thing like this. Yeah. It's like going to a restaurant where they go, like, oh, you always get the ham and cheese or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think <clears throat> Starbucks is like in and out in that they take pride in training their yes. employees very well. They treat their employees very well. Uh, they make sure the employees are aware of the products and what everything is about yeah. and everything. You know, seldom will you have what a, a cool Starbucks nose pick. Thanks. Seldom will you have a Starbucks employee who's like, I don't know, yeah. I don't know what that drink is. I don't know what that frappuccino is. They fucking know. Yeah, they're trained. Yeah, they're trained. They're trained, man. They're good there. They what are good. I, I love Starbucks. I love it. Fuck Pete's coffee. I fucking hate it. It tastes like fuck the coffee rusty bean nails. too. I don't know. I kind of. I don't mind the coffee bean. I don't like it. I, I, it's okay. I'll say I, this. I don't mind it. They're trained well, and they, the, the employees actually are, are usually really yeah, nice Yeah, super, super good. Yeah, but I don't like their iced coffee, and that's my drink. I like their vanilla latte. I like the vanilla powder. Sometimes you get used to a certain taste, and you can't go away from it. Yeah. So whenever I have an iced coffee in there, I'm like, ugh. Well, you, you're right. just used to the Star- Some people hate Starbucks. They think it's I know. too burnt tasting. I know. The seed, I, I the, the, the beans are too burnt. Now, um, Pete's just tastes like dirt oh, in a cup, though. No, I, like I fucking hate I had it the other day at the airport. I wanted to throw up. I don't like it at all. Yeah. All right. Uh, and Dunkin' Donuts can go fuck itself That's hard the absolute too. worst. That yeah. is the worst. It's just like water. Terrible. Yeah. 
Gene, this is a YMH Dunkers by DJ. Please come to Nashville. Come back to Nashville for fuck's sake. That's the name <laughs> of the DJ. Nashville. It's been a while. Uh, oh, and thanks to everybody ordering the uh, not Los Angeles shirt. <laughs> the um, limited audience yeah. of Angelinos who will buy it. It's a funny shirt, man. Caleb, thanks for oh, the design. It's such a great shirt. The mugs. Uh, don't you hate everyone? And next stop, Brown Talk mugs couple other shirts and there's some new stuff coming out that um will be in the store soon thanks again for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors bye gene bye mommy my tit size is like two chickens chicken my my, my my tit size is like two chickens chicken chicken Chick- that makes sense big tits big big tits big big tits, big, big tits. drop that big old slopper that makes sense quadruple d's drop that big old slopper Quadruple D's. That's me. That's me. What these hangers weigh? Flaps, slopper. Hangers, dunkers. Flaps, slopper. Hangers, dunkers. Flaps, slopper. Hangers, dunkers. Dunk, dunk, dunk. Funky dunkers. Big tits. Big, 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 big tits. Big tits. Big, big tits. Drop that big slopper. Does that make sense?